Let's see. We've got about 10 minutes until tip-off uh, Saturday. Uh, first real day of Biggie's play, even though Nova got smacked by Creighton the other day. Uh, Xavier, arguably the team to beat now in the Big East. You know, 10-1 and non-conference play. And, you know, we've got the Marquette Golden Eagles today. Going to keep this one short and sweet because the game's about to go on in 10 minutes. But I'm taking the Xavier Musketeers 82 66 over the Marquette Golden Eagles Saturday, uh, December 18th. See you. All right. What is up, guys? We're back on another segment of the Three Musketeers Pot episode. Number four, we missed Moorhead State because it would have been the same talk as what we'd said for Ball State. We absolutely destroyed them. But we're back hot on our first Big East game, uh, Xavier versus Marquette, the Golden Eagles. Uh, going into it, just wanted to give a little opening. Uh, Marquette actually is up 54-25 in the series, which they're absolutely whooping us. But uh, Xavier turned around, definitely the Juan Odom game, uh, 19 points playing for 30 minutes. Uh, Big one for him. And uh, sorry, 21 minutes. Said that wrong. Uh, but everything's good. But Riley, Wally, how's that going? How's uh, what are your thoughts initially? Uh, doing well, Nick. Uh, Jack Nungy, sixth man of the year. We got to get that campaign rolling. Um, uh, Big East, sixth man of the year should be a lock. National, uh, sixth man of the year would be pretty impressive. And he's putting up a stat line to uh, support that claim. Yeah, one impact he's made from the transfer portal. Uh, really polished big man. Uh, key minutes for us in the Marquette game. But it was definitely a Dwan Odom day, as he stole the show for our Musketeers on Saturday. Dwan Odom, 21 minutes. Uh, three for four. Uh, 19 points. Three steals. One block. I mean, great game for Odom. One of the first ones we've seen where he's Got out there and done his best. Uh, and not as big of a game for Nungi, which is the first. So uh, love to see others stepping up and doing their thing, which is great. Actually, honestly, Nungi didn't do as terrible. 12 rebounds, 13 points. But uh, usually we see that Nungi 20, 30 line for the points. So depending. But yeah. I mean, yeah, this game kind of proves that, you know, Dwan Adam, Dwan, uh, Dwan Adam, Dwan Odom. Highly touted, highly, highly touted, Jesus Christmas, highly touted prospect out of Georgia. He's capable of doing everything that, you know, he was recruited to do. I mean, the defense was sagging off of him and he was still hitting the lane hard, getting a lot of tough buckets in there. Uh, Active hands in the passing lanes. He just brings such an energy off the bench to the Xavier team that honestly I don't really think I've seen in our four years here, maybe with Hankins, but that's a different kind of energy just because he cook you down low. But Odom running around the field field court like an absolute madman steals. I mean, he swatted the one block he had, he swatted the guy, shot off the backboard, almost landed at the three-point line. His only miss on the day was a three-pointer. Um I mean, granted, he's not good at him, but he was so wide open and he had the hot hand. Um, yeah, he had to take it. My one thing um, 
about Odom in that game. Why did it take so long for him to get back in for the closing stretch? I think there was a point in the game where he went on an 8-0 run by himself. And to close out the game, we were up, you know, eight. And he's not on the floor. That energy, he was our go-to guy in the game and he wasn't on the floor. It took us, it took us to literally get back down to one possession for him to get back in the game. Pretty much first possession, drives, nice little pivot, fade away, front rim, backboard, and in. Big bucket to kind of push it. And, of course, the slashing assist, Nate Johnson dagger. I mean, clutch performer, definitely an all-around amazing performance for that young man on Saturday against the Golden Eagles. What do you think yeah. about your boy Scrubs, Wall? I mean, I'm not Scrubs. Jones. We're all gargling our words today. Jones. I mean, I know, Wall, I know Jones is your boy. He's Jones your my boy. Man. What do you think of him? Do you, you like him? I mean, I love him. Travis still said it best. He's got an absolute nose for the ball. He's a monster on the boards. Three of 10 from the field isn't something that you want to see from him. But honestly, his shot selection was, was in my opinion, pretty good. They're he all shots. The he, he takes it to the rack. He takes it to the rack. He's kind of got that little awkward runner that he loves to kiss off the glass and in. And unfortunately, they weren't falling for him. But I think he played really well. He was always composed with the ball. You know, there were a few times he could have forced a tough up and under and didn't kind of, you know, sucked it out to the top and, you know, routed the troops up for a better opportunity. So definitely a good showing from him in 37 minutes to a team high. For sure. Bradley, what do you got to say? Um, yeah, just in that stretch wall I talked about earlier, um, I didn't like Jerome Hunter shooting reckless threes. I think he was trying to take over the game when the game didn't come to him. I think at times he has maybe the worst shot selection on the team, and I think that's something we need to correct and um, look at going forward. For sure. Also, Fremantle, I think I, we talked about it in our first episode. I think he's coming back in the system too. Can you guys mark on that? I mean, I think – I mean, one of the – one of the big ones I saw was that Scruggs Fremantle alley you bang in the class by Fremantle. I'd love to see that. Definitely uh, showing uh, some chemistry between the two of them, which I love. Uh, but Fremantle, I think, is definitely coming back in the system as well, um, saying that the first time he was obviously struggling. And I think the more games, and I think with Nova tomorrow, definitely are going to need to use him and obviously nudge a lot down low for sure. Yeah, I think this is a good one for Fremantle, especially to get back on his feet for uh, going against Kirkath down low. 6'10", 220 size. I mean, you know, average for a big man, but I mean, he is long and he's aggressive. He's a very good defender. So it was good for Fremantle to, you know, who had only really played significant minutes against like Ball State, Moorhead State, where he wasn't really matched up against sure. Jonah Broom a lot. It was definitely good for him to go up against a really long guy who's definitely going to give him problems. Uh, to Marquette's credit, they kind of did eight points for Fremantle, but nine rebounds and three assists. A big man who can do it all. He had a few good plays, you know, kind of taking it out from the three-point line, slashing to it, and, you know, posting up and maybe getting a good high-low with Nunji or a nice kick out. You know, he looks like he's really coming back into the fold for the Xavier team, which I love to see. Yeah, 27 minutes, three free from the field, nine rebounds, eight points. I mean, you can see we can see better, but I think it's definitely typical of him for sure. And I think we could see that improvement. Uh, before I know you guys want to talk a little more about the Big East in general, but uh, what do you guys think 
we got to do against Nova. Big game tomorrow. First time, sorry, second time ever that Nova is higher ranked. Uh, sorry, Xavier is higher ranked than Villanova. Uh, Xavier's coming in with an 18 ranking and Nova's a 23. So to see that second time, first time was uh, back in 2015, but actually Villanova beat us by 30. So that was kind of nuts. But second time doing that, we're going to see what happens. But what do you guys think? What do you think we need to do against Nova to possibly have a shot at winning this game? We're, Nova's favored by five. Uh, we're going to be at the arena. What do you guys think? Um, before we jump to that Villanova game, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Greg Elliott of Marquette. Um, he is a problem. Shot 40% from three against us. Um, he had 18 points. He's shooting 50% on the year from deep. He's going to be a problem in the Big East. A lot of people like Nate Johnson is the best shooter in the country. Greg Elliott is making a very good case against that. The 6'3 guard from Detroit, Michigan. And then going on Xavier Villanova game, um, you know, I hate to say it, Villanova coming off, you know, huge losses. Yeah. And uh, is the game at the Wells Fargo Center or on their campus? It's on their campus. So uh, that's their home gym. You know, it's a lot more comfortable to shoot at home. They're a three-point shooting team. They shoot in high volume, um, especially with us being ranked ahead of them now. I think that just adds fuel to the fire and gives, uh, you know, in my opinion, top five greatest coach in college basketball currently, you know, Jay Wright, to just get the guys going. I could see this getting real ugly from the boys from Cincinnati tomorrow up in uh, Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. Well, what do you think? Yeah, I really think that we got to feel them out at first. I mean, you know, they're coming off a pretty rough, rough week. I mean, going into Creighton, granted, you're playing an away game in the Big East. You know, it's going to be gritty. It's going to be grinding. But, I mean, Villanova never really had a chance at that game. They brought it into, like, four or five. But you never really felt that the game was going to swing into their control their three-point shooting as of late has not been great. Even Jay Wright said he was like, individuals are trying to take over for us. You know, they're kind of ruining our team flow at the moment, so we just got to get back to that. Uh, I don't think they're the Villanova of old, the, you know, perennial juggernaut super team. This is definitely one of the weaker Nova, te- Nova teams that we've run into. But that being said, it's, it's by no means an easy game. I mean, we just really got to... You know, if their lights out from three closeout, definitely try to abuse that, you know, Nungi free mantle, high-low combo. Try to outsize them if we can. Um, another point I like to make about this Nova team, that they're realistically six deep, seven. So they're not as deep as us. So I think we really got to go through our personnel early and find lineups that really work against them because we kind of know what they're going to throw at us. You know, a whole ton of floor spacing, a whole ton of fundamental bounce passes, the Jay Wright Fortune 500 factory program. (laughs) You know, it just is what it is. Yeah. I mean, they're going to, you know, they're going to come in and they're going to try to shoot the lights out of the gym. So I think that's got to be our first thing. Maybe run them off the line and kind of force them to finish inside against the trees. I could really, really see Deontay Miles getting a a good run in this game in a four-out, one-in type of deal. And, you know, especially try to force these Nova guys off the off the three-point line, make them finish in amongst the trees. Yeah, um, 
Oh, go ahead. Uh, you know, I'd hate to have Villanova in a teaser over the weekend against Creighton. I think that'd be tough if certain people had him or not. But oh, my God, don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even get me started. Um, Wait, did you have you had them in a teaser? I did, yeah. Huh. They were like, they, it was like minus two and a half. I was like, easy money. I guess not. Is that Creighton? Team not at all. I'm knocking that Creighton team. They're getting top 25 votes. They probably will for the rest of the year. Uh, yeah, another thing. Um, one thing I'd like to see from Travis Steele tomorrow night, um, you know, especially with this high volume shooting three point team, I'd like to see him run out that two three zone again, like we did against Oklahoma State. You know, defense. You know, make them. You know, dump it inside. Do something that they're uncomfortable doing. If they start hitting some threes and they pull out to the lead, I don't know if you guys like that idea or not. Just you know, throw them a different look. No. For sure. Getting a little something different. I mean, being the optimistic Nick City, I think it's going to be X-dub. I mean, come on. I think we're going to show what we've done. I think we're going to do what we've been doing really well, which is feeding the beast. Yes, I will be at the game, uh, which is um, exciting. So I'll be there as well. Uh, Zach, shout out to you. Thank you for the free tickets. Appreciate that. Uh, What? You and Viz? Me and Viz are going. And uh, my sister Grace is coming. Should be fun. Back from Barcelona. Look at that. Yeah, she's right back. But uh, shout out that to Pat. Here we go. I got a little point about this Nova game. We've kind of talked about I was in the middle of a chat. I was talking. Not. You I ended. was literally saying my optimistic self. You're going to see the Knicks City energy in the building. Xavier's winning by 15. Yeah. <laughs> go. We're going to be lights out from the three feet to beast nudge free metal down low. Have a nice day. We're going to win by 15. They was going right in it. What? Classic Looney <laughs> Classic uh, Looney You're going to see. You're going to see. You're going to see. I will say, though, I really do think this is a prove-it game for the Xavier Musketeers. Uh, I think their goal this year is to be the team the team to beat in the Big East and to go onto Villanova's campus and walk away with a win. It's going to be gonna a it. game. I think, I think it's – I think they can. I mean, yep. I, I don't <laughs> see why not. But will they? But will this will is the ultimate question? What is the Musketeers podcast? Can you guys name the last road conference game that Travis Steele won? The last road conference game that Travis Steele won with uh, well, low capacity fans. Seton Hall. Uh, the game. The game at Butler. Yeah, uh, that we went to, and Seton Hall was ranked. Seton Hall. Hall. Yeah, that's Seton Hall. That's yeah. There's definitely yeah. other ones. Wait, did we not beat Nova freshman year? No. No, I think we beat him at home. No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we've beaten Nova. Or would we have beat him once? We beat him. Since being in school, we've beaten them once once at home. Yeah. I think that was our first win against – oh, no, the Conco 3. That's only our second win in four years against Marquette. Yeah, I remember I was always – Yeah, our sophomore, junior, like, didn't we never beat Marquette? No, Marcus yeah. Howard. That, Marcus like, Howard is game. an amazing guard. I think he's like way, way up in the leaderboards in like career points for an NCAA player. Yeah, for sure. You got a guy walking in there scoring twenty points a year. <laughs> you, you can't really go wrong. Have we beaten Creighton yet? At home. Yeah, we've beaten Creighton. Oh yeah, last year we beat him at home. That's right. But I know before we end it, you guys want to remark a little bit on the biggest. You know, you guys both wanted to talk a little bit about that. I know while with the COVID 
you wanted to say something about oh, that. Oh, don't even get me started on this ridiculous NCAA rule. Or is it the Big East? I don't know who it is, but whoever came up with this idea that if a team can't play due to COVID, they forfeit the game. Fight me. That is awful. The rule is way better last year where you postpone it and try to play it at a later date. The forfeit doesn't even do anything. If you're the team that loses just to the fact that you have COVID, it it like it doesn't affect your standing as if you're ranked. Because I know Seton Hall forfeited against St. John's would be a huge win for St. John's. That win for St. John's and the forfeit doesn't count towards the resume. The forfeited game doesn't count. That's ridiculous. Like if the teams can't play, I know they said this on the Barstool bench mob. I almost, I almost didn't even give them credit. How about just pick one random fan from each team and have them do a three point contest. If the winner wins the game. <laughs> oh, I would, if you get me on the baseline, I'm winning every time. You know, classic, but I mean, it is ridiculous. I mean, the Paul also just forfeited a game, you know, today on Monday against Creighton. You know, DePaul's hot, and they would have been at home for that game. That would have been a good win for them. You know, Creighton's probably like the 30-something team in the country in the AP polls. <laughs> it is a ridiculous rule. I think it is so dumb. DePaul is, is the oh. – I agree with you. I agree with you, Wally. DePaul is the best team before Christmas in America every year. Every single year. <laughs> also, that that uh, that that win against Louisville looks a little worse. They lost like Western Kentucky. <laughs> Yeah, they beat Texas, a ranked Texas Tech last year. Um, you know, they always find a way to get it done when the games don't matter. Yeah. That is... And then, you know, and then Charlie Moore goes off in the playing game in the Big East tournament every year. But Oh, my gosh. This year. Charlie Moore! I'll tell you, the, right. Big East, the Big East stacks up good this year. I mean, you got the Duds in Georgetown who barely escaped Howard whose game ran into the Xavier Marquette game because Howard decided to intentionally foul and send Georgetown to the line while they were in the double bonus, like four times in the last 45 seconds. That is ridiculous. Butler didn't even have a contest with Baylor. That was gross. Uh, UConn ranked at the beginning of the year. Purdue. 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 Purdue Purdue destroyed. Baller. No, well, Baylor also destroyed Villanova, but we kind of touched That's on right. that. Baylor also right. well-deservedly number one team in the nation. They are really good. They are legit. Um, UConn, definitely an overrated team, getting a ranking at the start of the year. I really think so. Book Knight was the heart and soul of that team last year. I mean, and a terrific three-level score. He's gone. RJ Cole's kind of sort of filled the void in some games. Mm. Mm. Uh, who else is there? There's the Paul who will eventually do the Paul things. No, Freedom Liberty is going to be the top score in the Big East. Full prediction. Full prediction. Good. I mean, he's got like over 20 a game right now. He's a solid yep, he's player. Uh, Marquette's going to be solid with Shaka Smart at the reins. I am very proud. I didn't mention this against Marquette, but Paul Scruggs, five points, one rebound, five assists against Marquette. But he had such a major impact in just having a lot of composure against the tough three-quarter, two-two-one press, taking his time, using up all the 10 seconds, knowing they got plenty of time to get offense going. 
that kind of set a good tempo for us on a team that likes to really, really run it. Marquette is like fourth in adjusted pace or whatever the stat is. They're one of the fastest teams in the nation. Wow. Um, so that was a very good job. Well done by him. Shout out Ed Cooley and the Friars. They're ranked. The Friars. Got to love Joanna Walker, you know? I mean, Nate Watson's like 30 years old, but he's still a baller down there. They don't really have a major go-to guy last like they did with David Duke, or maybe some could say an Alpha Diallo, but they are a very good, gritty team. Um, they beat you by not scoring 65 points, which is probably a more impressive way to win than scoring 80. Riley, anything else to add for the Big East you're thinking? Uh Outside of uh, Freedom Liberty being the best player in the conference. Uh, <laughs> Get out of town. <laughs> no. Wally, you could change your last name to that. I think it fits you well. Wally Freedom Liberty? <laughs> we'll see. Maybe it'll help me for Xavier Intramurals this winter. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that's a wrap for episode number four. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys so much. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week when we hear that Xavier B. Bono. Nice